Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, a podcast that's sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And please do excuse my voice. Uh, this episode is actually coming out a couple days late because my voice was absolutely horrible uh, before this. And it's on the mend, but I didn't want to wait too much longer before recording this episode. So it is as the Mandalorian Mennonite would call it the Sorta Sick podcast today. But uh, anyways, so today is not going to be about Star Wars. We're going to talk about my latest two-week challenge, which was getting up before 5 a.m. every day. So let's talk about it. This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. I feel the force. If you haven't listened to my last two-week challenge episode, it was about giving up caffeine for two weeks. I'm trying to do things that are supposed to be better for me or make my life better at least, but only do them for two weeks at a time to see if I actually like them or if they improve my life. A quick update on the caffeine front, Um, I'm back to intaking pretty much the exact same amount of caffeine I was before I did the challenge, most days. Other days I I substitute kratom or ginseng, but that is not what we're talking about today. Today is all about getting up early. I didn't really do a ton of research on why it's supposed to be better for you to get up early uh, in the morning. I think it's just because if you stay up late, you usually are wasting time and or money. Things like watching shows or TikToks, going to bars or clubs, or just going down the endless rabbit hole of Wikipedia can be extreme time wasters. In fact, there's this idea that people who sleep in late in the morning are lazy. Like you all know that person who subtly brags about what time they get up in the morning and make you feel bad about sleeping in. And you're like, cool it, Kevin. We're on vacation. I'm allowed to sleep in. Good grief, Kevin. Eh, Kevin. But is sleeping, in, is sleeping in actually lazy? I guess it depends what you did the night before or how much you had accomplished the night before. If you know me at all, you know that I love to stay up late. My wife and I wake up around 6.15 to get the kids up normally. We make lunches, get ready for school, and I leave for work by 7.15. I get home from work at 5.15 in the evening. We eat dinner and start getting the kids to bed around 7 or shortly after. Although it's later now that the weather is nicer and the days are longer. Uh, but that's all wrapped up usually around eight at the latest, hopefully. That means I have from eight on in the evening to do whatever I want to do. So if I go to bed at nine, that means any and all my hobbies have to be done in that one hour time period. But it's also the only time I have alone with my wife all day. So I stay up late. That means watching things or doing things that my wife and I like to do together and then doing the things that I like to do by myself after that. I would say 95% of all my podcasting, graphic design, video game playing, children's book making, poetry writing, and reading happens after 9 p.m. Well, there's never much reading done after 9 p.m. before I fall asleep, so I don't know if that really counts. But when it comes down to it, whether I'm being productive or not, I always would rather stay up late than wake up early. As I found through this challenge, they are mutually exclusive. So how did I do a waking up at five every day for two weeks? And yes, that includes weekends. I would say I did pretty good. 
decent. I did take notes early on in the challenge to kind of keep track of how things were going. The first day I was actually very productive in the morning. I made the mistake of going to bed at 10.30, knowing I would have to wake up at 5. Uh, but my alarm went off at 4.55 and I struggled to actually wake up. I laid in bed for a good 10 minutes, deciding if I actually wanted to start the challenge that day. Like nobody was making me start that day, or any day for that matter, but I fell out of bed at about 5.05. I didn't really know what to do at first. I made some coffee, made the kids lunches, wandered down to the computer and edited two podcast episodes for the best Fast and Furious podcast that has ever existed, Granny Shifted. And then I got myself ready and left early for work. Very productive morning. But that was the last morning I would go to work early. What a weird way to spend your extra time at home, leaving it. Now, don't get me wrong. I've woken up plenty times early to go to work early when I've been behind on work. I hate it, but I can get more done in one hour alone than I can in four hours once we're open. But this was different. I just went into work because I was ready and didn't have anything else to do. But I made a point for the next nine work days to not go into work early just because I didn't have anything to do. If I was ready to go in and just hang around, I would just hang around. I would sit at the table while the kids ate their food or didn't eat their food, whatever they were doing. Literally just sit there and talk to them or listen to them or talk at them. Other mornings, I would talk to Melody while the kids finished getting ready or even just mindlessly scroll through my phone if I had a few minutes. It was just nice to not have to rush off to work just to be there for the next 10 hours. The second day, I really wanted to get out of bed before 5. So I set my alarm for 4.45, 10 minutes earlier, and still got out of bed at the exact same time, 5.05. It's like really hard to get out of bed that early, especially when nothing is making you get up that early. Like the only consequence to me not getting out of bed before five was that I just didn't follow my challenge that I made up for myself and I would feel like a failure. But I'm used to that kind of stuff by now. So I'm thinking though, if my bed was less comfortable, it would be way easier to get out of bed, but it would also be harder to fall asleep. So maybe we need a bed that starts off super soft when you're going to sleep, but gets progressively harder through the night until 5 a.m. You're basically sleeping on a stone slab. That is my next million dollar idea. But the second day I decided to be less productive. I still made the kids lunches. I did do some dishes. But before I made breakfast for everyone, I played Apex Legends for an hour, which is a video game. And that was awesome. I decided I love playing video games at 5 a.m. And sitting down in complete silence with that cup of steaming hot coffee and playing Apex Legends completely uninterrupted for an hour is just awesome. Now, I do enjoy playing video games at night as well, obviously, and there's not a whole lot of difference if you look at it directly, but for some reason, starting off your day with some Apex Legends just hits the right spot for me. The next few days went about the same as the second day. Get up, play some video games till about six, make the kids lunches, make breakfast, help the kids get ready, and still have time to just relax before leaving for work. Most days I got up on time, but a few days I didn't get out of bed until 5.15, I ended up setting my alarm even earlier to try and ensure I would get up by 5, but it didn't seem to make a difference. There's some cutoff in my brain where it won't let me wake up before 5, which is crazy because for 5 years, I woke up at 4.30 a.m. every day to fold newspapers, and then for 2 years, I'd wake up at 4.30 a.m. to go to my trade school on time, but again, I had to to get up to do those things. I guess this, quote, challenge wasn't as important in my brain as a job or school. The first real issue I had was the weekend. 
I definitely made some poor planning choices as to when I chose this challenge. Both both weekends that this challenge would take place during involved parties, like late night parties. One was even at a hotel with our entire family in one hotel room. What was I going to do at 5 a.m. in a hotel room without waking up the kids or Melody? Well, that issue kind of resolved itself. Despite me setting my alarm for the normal 4.30 setting, it didn't go off because I forgot to change it to also go off on the weekends. So naturally, I woke up at 6. So major failure there, but I honestly was okay with it. We were all up to 11 the night before, so it was probably for the best. I still had time to get Melody and I some Starbucks nearby, and the kids were up before I got back. The next weekend, we had something going on again. I stayed up late and struggled to wake her up early enough again. So I did not make it every day. But the Saturday that I did get up at 5 and I just played video games and also posted some podcast episodes and didn't have to worry about getting the kids ready for school, I could just drink my coffee and relax and enjoy the morning. But some days I did feel like I was kind of lazy just playing video games. But normally, I would just be sleeping anyways. So which is actually lazier? Sleeping or being active, kind of, with your brain. Anyways, I decided to include a little bit of activity into it because I was feeling a little lazy. It's early, and not that many people are in the Apex Legends lobbies uh, because it's early. It might take a few minutes to load each match. So between matches, I would stretch and maybe do some sit-ups or push-ups just to get my heart rate up a little bit. Nothing too crazy, uh, but it did make me feel a little bit better since I was just sitting there in front of a screen for an hour straight. I tried over and over to try to go to bed earlier, but it never worked. Unless I'm ill or intoxicated, I don't think I can fall asleep before 10 p.m. One thing I was surprised of was how I didn't really feel more tired during the day than I would have normally felt. It was just hard to wake up. If I managed to do that, the rest of the day was fine. The more surprising thing was that Melody never complained about my multiple alarms each morning. I think they were literally too early that she never heard them. But I was glad that that didn't bother her. So overall thoughts. I really enjoyed it. I didn't end up being as productive as I wanted to be. But not having to rush to work is a truly amazing thing. And nothing beats the silence of an early morning video game session. The first day after I finished the two weeks, I slept in. And it was glorious. I want to go back to getting up early. But it's been two weeks and I've managed to do that exactly one time. It's the late nights. They get you. Anyway, I think it's a great practice, but can it can heavily hinder your social life for sure. I would love to keep doing it during the weekdays though. If I can manage to get my butt out of bed, we're going to keep trying. We need these uncomfortable beds. That's what I'm talking about. That's the next natural step of human evolution. I think my next challenge will be exercising every day, maybe, for two weeks. So that would probably force me to get up early again. But I don't know. Maybe I'd just skip that one or save that one for later. I get some other good ideas from from some other people. Um, so we'll see what happens. Thanks, everyone, for coming along on this journey with me. It was a great challenge. And I enjoyed it way more way, 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 way more than eliminating coffee. So if you guys have any ideas for me for a good two-week challenge, let me know in the Riot Media Discord. What? You're not in the Riot Media Discord server? Oh my goodness. Well, check out our Patreon page and you could join for as little as $1. $1! That's crazy. And come hang out with me and all the other coolest people in the galaxy in the Discord server. 
And that's pretty much where I'll leave you. I want to do a shout out to our patrons, of course. They're all in the Discord server. Thank you, guys. We got Ali, Brad, Aaron, Tim, McPeachy, Tyler, Spicy J, Casey, John, Melissa, Dan, Valerie, and Josh. You guys are awesome. And speaking of patrons, in the Discord server, I got a message from one of our patrons, Brad, and he sent me a truly great Star Wars fact of the podcast. So let's do the Star Wars random fact of the podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. James Earl Jones, who played the voice of Darth Vader, in case you didn't know, once traveled across the United States and used his legendary Darth Vader voice to talk to truck drivers on a CB radio. But it freaked them out so much he had to stop doing it. And that is a random Star Wars fact of the podcast. The Force will be with you always. Thank you, Brad, for that. You are awesome. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye.